You're listening to the Credit Union Leadership Podcast, a podcast that delivers value and offers up insight that'll help your credit union grow. ServiceStar has been consulting with credit unions for over 20 years, growing them in the areas of cultural development, leadership development, and management training. To learn more about what ServiceStar can do for you or your credit union, check them out at servicestarconsulting.com. Welcome to the Credit Union Leadership Podcast. We are we're so delighted to continue to bring to you a forum where our cohort, that's you guys, can learn as if you're in one of our classes. Now, we're not going to actually send you to class. Now, you have to you have to go to our website to do that. But we are <laughs> going to give you just a little taste, a little, little uh, you know, a little sizzle to go get the steak. Go to our website, <laughs> servicearconsulting.com. Today, we're going to talk about becoming a sales champion. Which, you know, this is the opposite of maybe what you saw the title uh, read as. Many of the people that are <laughs> yeah. set to becoming a sales champion have this notion of almost like selling is like public speaking. You know, like the, the fear mm. of public speaking is like one of the most known fears out there. And it is. It is public speaking. It, it is putting yourself out there. Actually, in credit unions, we manage risk for a living. And... We're risk adverse by nature. We hire people that are risk adverse. And then we ask those risk adverse people in our risk adverse business to go take a risk with their reputation by putting themselves out there, putting their neck on the line to make a recommendation that improves somebody's financial wellness. So does selling really suck? Honestly, I think this class we teach becoming a sales champion is one of my favorites because what I've realized as we teach this class it's more of a um, mindset shift. We talk about this paradigm shift of how we've experienced sales from a salesman or how we've been trained on sales at a different job. And what's really cool about the credit union is for a financial institution, we're countercultural. Like I've said before, I come from Chick-fil-A and I think Chick-fil-A is countercultural to other fast food or quick service restaurants. And what makes that different? And it's because Chick-fil-A's mission statement is to be the most caring company in the world. And I think there's a lot of commonalities between Chick-fil-A and the credit union movement, especially when it comes to this idea of sales and how it supports our mission, um, which is improving the financial well-being of our member. What thoughts did you have on that, Albrecht, about sales and how it ties into mission? Well, you have to you have to kind of understand the mission first and foremost. So if you're a credit union leader listening to the podcast and you're not talking to your team about why it is that they came to work that day, you know, why it is that we have to make that exception for that one member, why it is that we stayed open for Susie because she's on that nursing shift, you know, that your your team members aren't going to understand the why unless the manager explicitly is clear and communicates that on a regular basis. And so Take a look at the mission statement of nine out of 10 credit unions, and you're going to find something about something, 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 financial wellness. And Mm -hmm. and so the best way to serve our members is to serve them with financial wellness. Like I I really don't think that you should be selling socks at the credit union. Like maybe socks are cool. Like you love, you love socks. You want to talk about socks. You want to recommend a pair of socks that are like the best socks in the world, but like, that's not our place in the world. There's sock companies that do that. Right. Uh, And so we can talk about grandkids. We can talk about sports. We can talk about the weather. There's a lot of things we can talk about, but we, you know, we're not serving them unless we are talking about products and services that improve their financial well-being. We actually did a survey of, of members. We we went to members and we asked them, Hey, like if we asked, if we, if we asked you questions and we talked about things that actually improved your financial wellness, like how, 
how favorable would that transaction be? 98.1% of people said that would be a favorable transaction. Dang, the, that's a lot. Yeah, that's, 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 that's enough to make me want to maybe change the way that I look at how I train my tellers and how yeah. I train my contact center people and how I train the people that you know, working cards or loan processing or, or mortgages. Like we, if we work at the credit union, we're all brand ambassadors and we should all be making recommendations to help improve people's financial lives. The the whole, I'm not member facing is a, is a fallacy in this, in this world. I, it's, I mean, we've talked about you working at Chick-fil-A, you know, Kathy Truett's big thing is if you're not serving a chicken sandwich, you better be serving someone who is. <laughs> so, you know, the same, you know, there's, he also used to always say there's no cash registers in corporate headquarters, meaning like, like you understand your role, right? Like you, mm-hmm. the, the role of Chick-fil-A is to not sit in our Ivy tower, but to to serve people chicken sandwiches and, and, and serve, serve that with care. And so the same thing is true of, of our highly commoditized banking system. Mm-hmm. You know, how do you differentiate yourself when every bank and every credit union has a checking account? Every bank and every credit union has an auto loan. Well, it can't be on the products. It's mm-hmm. got to be on the on the level of care that you're serving those products. And so I, I I tie selling and service into the exact same conversation. They they cannot be separated. I mean, they can, but you're you're not actually fulfilling the function of of your role. If mm-hmm. if if you're just friendly but you're not actually helping them. It's kind of like the parent that doesn't discipline, right? Like, like yeah. you're not helping your, your friend, your, your, your kids by letting them do whatever they want to do. It's, it's a caring thing to say, Hey, I recommend that you don't jump on the couch. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's the same thing. If you actually care about your member, you're going to talk, you're going to speak up if, if they have a checking account that doesn't help them. If they mm-hmm. have an auto loan, that's not helping them. It's how you love them. It's mm-hmm. how you love them in a business professional way. Yeah. It's how you show that you care for them. Uh, yeah, definitely HR approved. <laughs> Actually, this has got me a thought. Like I know we're talking about like the downside stuff to uh, sales or not downside, but why we would be reluctant. But I wanted to show this. You can't see it over audio, but it's a pin of the umbrella man. We'll have a link to it on the show notes. But this thing of the umbrella man, I think a lot of credit union people know about. And there's also a lot of people that don't know. And I think this captures the mission of why we sell, which if we're doing it in a countercultural way is helping people. Sales is helping. Scott, I know you know a little more about the history of the Umbrella Man uh, with working with Taylor and you being in the credit union industry so long. Can you explain what this is and what does it mean and why is it important in sales? Yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's a marketing piece that was done by a gentleman who I, I believe gave it to CUNA back in the day, 1950s or something like that. It's a cartoon drawing of a, of a guy who's got an umbrella. And on top of the umbrella, there's, I think, five sayings. There's actually three only on my badge. The third one, but it's probably cropped out, is sickness. Hard times, sickness, and financial distress. So so you got got all these things kind of coming at you. But the umbrella is... The credit union. It's keeping the, the hard times, financial distress, sickness. You know, many times when a cartoon's created, Marketing recreates something else and, you know, you lose your logo. Think about McDonald's. Where's Grimace? Bring Grimace <laughs> back, right? Uh, yeah. But that that logo, that has st- stood the test of time. That's always kind of, you see that logo and you if you know and you're on the inside, you know that's, that's why we've been around for 100 years, man. That's why in 1934, they signed an act that said, 
we don't have to pay certain kinds of taxes, like federal income tax. No way, Jose, because we we are actually serving people, helping people. So do we have the same products and services as banks do? Yes. Um, mm-hmm. But we don't have the same mission. They're for profit. The, the products are actually the center of their their models. Our selling models are member-centric models. And I think that's a, a really key distinctive dis- diff- difference as we go into our client calls and we're talking to the board of directors of credit unions as to why maybe ServiceStar would be a good partner to bring on for a training perspective. If you go and you just Google search bank financial wellness advocacy, bank universal associates training, bank sales training, all of those models center around profit or product. Here's what that looks like. October is going to be our auto loan month. Everyone's got to wear a badge that says, let me rock your rate. And uh, <laughs> and and we're going to see an increase in sales on auto loan refinances because we did that. We want to get more auto loans because we want to make more profit for our, our board of directors and for our in- investors. So we're going to do auto loans in October. We're going to do home equity line of credits in November. We're going to do same as cash in December. We're going to do commercial lending in January. And so you get, kind of have this product of the month club, right? In the And the product and profit centered model. And what that unintentionally does, even credit unions do this, credit unions I used to work for did this, is it puts the leadership and the people who work for that leadership in the mindset of, well, crap, we we really got to get credit cards today. And so so that unintentionally means every conversation I have is about credit cards. And I, I've mm-hmm. actually gone to a credit union, walked up as a member of the credit union with oh, all yeah. three credit cards at that credit union and had somebody say, hey, can I interest you in a credit card today? And that's, you know, we did the same <laughs> survey of like, you know, hey, if somebody came up to you, just hawked you a product like out of the blue, you know, how interested, how favorable would that transaction be? And it was less than 50%. And count me in yeah. that number, man. Like I I had all three credit cards. I was like, did you guys make a new credit card? They're like, no. I was like, did you look at my profile? They're like, no. I was like, you might, <laughs> you might have saved yourself some time if you just actually looked at what I have with you guys. I have all three credit cards with you. And they felt ashamed. They're, they buried their head and uh, their head got all, their, their face got all, all red. And you know, I should feel bad about that, Sky Annalee, but I don't. I don't feel bad about that because that's what these models do to people. They put them mm-hmm. in the situations where selling does suck. 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 They, put, yeah. they put them in the situation where they do have to bury their head in the sand. Their tail is between their legs. And you know what? Then we come in at Service Star and we say, hey, we're doing becoming a sales champion training. And everyone starts running and hiding. Like they're yeah. trying to like <laughs> sign up for elective surgeries. <laughs> like, can I get an elective surgery scheduled for tomorrow? Like anything. Like, can I get like an amputation? Like, what, what could you what could you hook me up for tomorrow? Yeah, it's supposed to be tomorrow. Becoming a sales champion tomorrow. Can I how, how can I get out of this? Right. Well, it's because these old models are broken and, and, and they're bad. Mm-hmm. And that kind mm-hmm. of selling does suck. And actually, I don't have to say that. Our members who have had that happen to them have, in a survey, said that less than half of them would be excited to hear about a product of the month club. Yeah, I mean, and I'm glad you share that because I think there is this mission that we need to remember. It's unspoken and maybe unknown to some of our members and maybe some of our listeners is that when people are coming into our branch or they're calling or they're talking to us on the online chat features, that in these people's lives, we as credit union employees are the financial professionals in their lives. We know 
all about these products. Like some of this jargon that we use in the credit union world about our features and rates might overwhelm some of our members. Like they might have a tough time just understanding the difference between a CD and money market. You know, when we're talking to our members, I think it's really important to get to know our members and know their goals and what they want. So we can actually be the financial professional. I think there's some sort of like light bulb moment for some people where some some people, when they first start off at the job, it's like, oh, I, I need to focus on just pushing all these products for the product of the month. But we need to learn about our members and what their dreams are and pair them with the right product and explain how this product is going to help them fight for their dreams. And I think that's what you were talking about, right? About we needing to be the financial professionals. Like when we have those situations, it's kind of, that's not what we want to do. That's viewed as a big L. Well, and and the problem is like you do that once with me. How how likely am I going to be to listen to your recommendation in the future? Right. Like if like if mm. let's, let's take it outside of the credit union world for a second. Like if 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 I just got into a relationship with you and we're we're bros, we're, our bromance is bl- blossoming, and we're, we're out on a, on a run in Boston, and there's a <laughs> storm that's about to come, and you you make a, a really bad recommendation. You say I think we should keep going. And I, I say, all right, I don't know you very much, but let's keep going. And then we all, we both get struck by a lightning. I'm probably not going to, you know, what? listen to your recommendations with the same, you know, grain of salt as, uh, as maybe if you would have said, I think we should run back to the hotel. Now, the nice thing is when we were in Boston together and we were on a run and a storm started to come, you said, that doesn't look too good. I think we should run back to the hotel. And, and that was the beginning of, a relationship that build that built credibility in my eyes uh, of you and I, and so the, the very reason why people think selling sucks is because they want to nurture their relationships with their members. These are mm-hmm. my members. I don't want to do that to my members. And when they say that, they're mm-hmm. referring to the old models that have actually damaged that reputation and credibility with their membership. And so they're actually right in a way when they say selling sucks. Yeah. (laughs) Because they did damage that credible relationship where they were the professional, where they could give recommendations and it was, it was held with high levels of trust and responsibility and care. And so here's, here's kind of the, here's the three reasons why people don't want to get into a sales job. Oh, this is a big one. Yeah. Yeah. So number one, fear of rejection. And again, if you tell me you need a credit card and I've got three, you're going to get rejected hardcore. And so that makes sense. Like it makes sense. If you look at this old bank model, that's profit centered or or profit centered fear of rejection would make you not want to do that at all. Fear of rejection when it comes to selling products and services that actually meet somebody's needs and actually improves their financial wellness. Well, 98.1% said that they would not reject that. Now, mm-hmm. is there still 1.9% when you say, I think I might be able to save you money, be like, oh yeah, no, I'm more of a money wasting type. Yeah, that's gonna, <laughs> that's gonna absolutely happen. But that's one of the reasons why people don't want to sell. There's yeah. another reason they don't want to be a pushy person. And, and again, we uh, did some research here at Service Star on what does the average credit union person look like? What's the makeup? <laughs> and our our scientists, our PhDs, Mike said this on the podcast before, said uh, we got some of the most passive aggressive <laughs> people uh, that work inside of credit unions and that they have more in common with the uh, people that work at the Red Cross than with people that work at the bank. 
they, they want to serve, they want to nurture, they want to care for, they're not individual contributors that are looking to get number one on the sales list, right? And so all of these things being too pushy, being fear of rejection. And the third thing, which is lack of product knowledge, really play against credit unions when this banking model is out there, because that's all that anybody's ever known. So you, you hire the, the executive from the bank, they come in, they work at the credit union, and they're like, oh, you guys don't sell. Oh, well, I've got a model that you know we used to work at, at with X, Y, and Z bank. Let's bring that in and, and let's do that. And that's where that's where we see this resistance because it is creating rejection. It is a pushy model and it requires good knowledge of products and services. And like we kind of discussed before, credit unions in our podcast that we did about service excellence, credit unions are actually losing the battle on knowing about our products and services. Having that product acumen is is hurting us when it comes to service between credit unions and banks. Mm. Yeah. So you're talking about product knowledge, your fear of rejection, and you're feeling pushy. And I think those are all natural things, especially like the credit union, one of our values, one of our things we're known for is people helping people. Like it's a personable relationship. All right, let's say I'm a leader or I'm brand new at the credit union and I identify with one of these three things. Mm-hmm. What would be the next steps to action of how do I face this, come to terms with what the truth is so I could be a sales champion? What should we do? Yeah, transparency is a key to all things. So talk about it, you know, share this podcast. Say, listen, you know, the way that you probably learned how to sell or that you've been sold to is countercultural to use your word of, of how we're kind of we're we're flipping it on its head. Here's what not to do. Don't not call it sales. <laughs> yeah. Like, I got so many credit you people like, can we call it? communication training. It's like, you can call it whatever you want to call it. But when we start talking about overcoming objections, people are going to get <laughs> like, your people <laughs> are smart enough to know this sounds a little bit like selling. Yeah. Uh, you know, so you got a couple of credit unions that listen to this podcast that you, they're smiling right now because they're absolutely the ones that <laughs> their, their, their culture is so not selling that when they, they wanted to in, increase their impact on others. They had to rename the program because they they knew the the people coming to the program would automatically tune out if we called it becoming a sales champion. So if if, <laughs> if you transparency is the key to all learning. Call it what it is, but say, hey, it's not what you probably think it is. It is selling. It's recommending a product or service that improves somebody's financial well-being. That is 100% what we're doing. But it's really not if that thing doesn't cost money. Like, like yeah. how much money does it cost for me to refinance my auto loan and and, and reduce uh, my monthly payment? Well, there's a registration fee, but that you're not paying for a pair of shoes and getting a pair of shoes. You're changing mm-hmm. who has your checking account. You're changing how, how your direct deposit is, is moving. Is there some time investment there? Yeah. Uh, is there some mental capital that you have to use? Yeah. And sometimes there's a fee, but it's not selling. You're not giving people money for a product in return. And so in, in the services industry, and especially in the financial world, everything we do, if we're doing it for the right reasons, is going to actually give somebody back money or give them money they didn't have before. Yeah. Otherwise, we shouldn't actually be doing it like or give them back time or, or make their life more convenient. And so if it gives me peace of mind, it gives me back time, gives me convenience, it saves me money, it makes me money, then we should be talking about it. And yeah, isn't that awesome? Not really selling. That's just, that's just making somebody's life better. I, I kind of explain it this way. 
if you just refinanced your auto loan or you just got a brand new auto loan with us and and you walk into my branch on the very first day your first payment is due and you write out a check from your bank and you hand it to me. So let's just walk through that. So you just mm-hmm. got out of your house, you drove to my branch, you pulled out the checkbook that is, is at a bank, it's your checks, and you wrote yourself a check from your checking account and you handed it to me. There's so many things right there that I can improve on. <laughs> First and yeah. foremost, I can make it so that you don't have to get out of your house. <laughs> Secondly, I can make it so that you don't have to write yourself a check to me from me check from your existing bank account. Let's just set up direct deposit from wherever you're getting it from directly to this loan. So, you know, but so many people just take that transaction and say, well, who am I to impose my will on somebody that it's too pushy to say that they should switch over their checking account. Well, if I'm pushing checking accounts, you're right. But if I'm looking at someone who's shivering cold because they just got in their car and their house coat (laughs) and drove in and they're going to do this, how many times, Scott? Oh, the average auto loan is how many months? 60. Now it's pushing 72. I've even seen uh, some industry stats with the rates being higher. Like 84 is like the new norm. They're going to get in their car 84 times. And you're not, you think it's too pushy to to, to like step out of your your zone and just say, you know, I might've found a way to save you some time in this very transaction. And hey, maybe they love coming in. Maybe that's their one social interaction that week. That's great. I don't want to make them feel bad for coming in. So this is a tip. Yeah. Say, I love that you came here. If you don't love as much as I love the fact that you came here, I think I might have found a way to save you some time. Here's an op- option that we have that sends this, this payment electronically. Set it, forget it. You don't even have to touch it. And I just saved you 80 mm-hmm. trips, 84 trips to my to my credit union. So those, that's just a small example of what we're talking about. It's not, it's not products for the product's sake. It's products only if it actually helps the members' sake. And so that's that member-centric model. Yeah, man. And that's the awesome thing about working at the credit union. I think that either people, that's why they're in the credit union, or I know a lot of people get in the credit union industry because of someone they know. So they might not really know the mission yet. But once they come on and realize, wow, we're really about people helping people. We're really about making this personal and hearing. That's what I love about is this whole idea of fighting for dreams by giving them tools to win with money. And I think once people, when they first join the credit union, understand that, or once if leaders can really grasp that as the vision, and if the vision is to help your member-facing employees understand that, that's more, I think, than half of the battle of doing selling, overcoming these three reasons of why we're reluctant to sell. Yeah, outcomes, outcomes can be changed with behavior change. All right, so if we're looking at, at the C-suite level, we need more sticky members because we see if they've got two or three products and an activated checking account, then they'll be lifelong members. No, no. You need to look at the person in the house coat shivering in front of you and say, I think I might've found a better way. That's yeah. how you make a lifelong member. That's how you make a sticky member. It's it's looking out for the member's needs first, not looking at the outcomes. You fix yeah. your behaviors, your outcomes are going to follow. If you focus on the outcomes, bad things happen. Now, yeah. I'm not saying not to look at the outcomes, <laughs> but when you overly, overly emphasize the outcome and you underemphasize anything, anytime you overemphasize something, you underemphasize something else, bad things typically happen. And so it's, it's, it's a good balance to really focus in on those behaviors. Selling doesn't suck. It's, yeah. it's, it's behavior change that's for other people. It's behavior change that's for the member. It's people helping people. Mm-hmm. That 
is the Credit Union Leadership Podcast for why selling doesn't suck. Hey, we, we turn it on its head, Sky Italy. Selling's I like that. Awesome. Good job. More people should do it. Keep those yep. people from having to drive in and shivering in their house coat. All right. We'll catch you on the next episode of the Credit Union Leadership Podcast. I'll see you.